Pinaman Awusu Banahini is a striking young fashion-obsessed Ghanaian New Zealander with very big dreams as she sees an opportunity to connect Africa and New Zealand through fashion. And so she is about to launch New Zealand's first ever African Fashion Festival. Welcome to B-Side Stories on Access Radio Pinnaman. Thank you, Laurie. You've definitely got a love for fashion, but what was your first experience that made you know it was going to become part of your career? Oh, wow. Um, First experience. I think my mom has always been uh, an inspiration for me growing up, seeing her dress up. I've just been admiring and thinking, God, I want to be like her when I grow up. But um, the big one was when I went to Ghana in 2010. I went to um, Economic Development Forum where the government was trying to get young people like myself who have schooled overseas to come back and work to contribute to um, Ghana's development. And, of course, my my dad lives in Australia with my other family, so I wasn't seeing myself going back sooner right. but wanted to think well how can I merge my skills with my passion which is fashion I've always loved fashion but never really thought about it and um, heard about fashion for development which is a UN initiative right started looking into it and a friend of mine um, has been mentoring me also in the background just talking about fashion every day and going Pinnaman you've got a gift here are you going to do anything with it so I think that really spurred me on that forum that I went to in Ghana to say okay where are you going to merge these two, your skills and your passion to do something quite different? Yeah, Great. Yes. <laughs> African fashion designers. Yes. So you have found them very inspiring Absolutely. and you want to share them with Kiwis. What yeah. is so inspiring about them? I think um, the fact that most of these designers are not only talented, they could have stayed in Europe, you know, like if you take Sophia Zenga, who is passing um, School of Design Educated in New York, she's got endless opportunities. But she, we all believe in the fact that if we want to see um, Africa, the continent of Africa advance, then it is up to us young people to go back and contribute, even if we're not physically there, um, whatever skill set we've got we have to use it to make a difference. And I think Sophie, by going home and working with artisans and local tailors and upscaling them, to me, as part of development from the grassroots where people are being upscaled with a bit of skills that they've got. So, yeah. Fantastic. And I think that's a beautiful thing that I want New Zealand. I guess New Zealand is my home now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to share that because I've been blessed to have opportunity to experience New Zealand culture, Māori culture, Pacific culture. So I think that it's quite diverse and especially being in Wellington. Yes. It's a very vibrant city. So I thought, you know, this is a great opportunity that um, people are welcoming and very embracing of other cultures. And this is a great opportunity for me to put it out there. Yeah. You're about to launch the African Fashion Festival. Yeah. What would your dream outcome be for this? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is, like, amazing. Um, having all New Zealanders go in and come back with a different perspective and thinking, wow, there is so much more to the continent of Africa, but also, most importantly, to be able to support this core initiatives that are very dear to my heart. As a mentoring program for young Africans, um, the population of um, the African population in New Zealand is growing, and the Yes. pockets of young Africans in Wellington, Auckland, Christchurch and Hamilton and it would be a dream of mine to link these young people up with budding young professionals to mentor them and also start in a creative internship in the um, creative industry where young people who are either musicians or um, fashion graduates can be supported to, to intern with um, other 
producers or even designers. designers yeah. Wow. So that is a big dream of mine. And also partnering with the designers to start book clubs. Um, I think um, literacy is really important and instilling mm. the art of reading at a very young stage, which I wish that, you know, I had. Um, when I was growing up, you know, mm. my mom should have forced me a little bit more. So <laughs> I think that's something that it's a, a, something dear to me that I want to contribute to the continent. So if I can partner with the designers, um, that would be a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah it would be a great yeah, thing. And friends me. have started rallying up, showing me ways to do a book drive. So yeah. um, to get books, yeah. From fashion to, to literacy, that's yes. amazing. Okay. It's the policy <laughs> element. It's the policy, trying right. to look at it in the bigger picture of mm. saying that, well, with policy, you're not limited to just one avenue. You know, there is education policy, there is social policy, um, and there is economic policy. So I think I... You know, I accidentally ended up in policy and yeah. it's been a great opportunity because I've been exposed to employment policy. And now knowing that and having worked a little bit in education and um, working with my colleagues in education on policies at work has helped me to bring all these skill set that I never knew would come together. It finally yeah. is making um, to connect, yeah, them. connect them. Yeah, nice. so, yeah. We're seeing a real light shine on, yes. on a growing African community Absolutely. since you've been here. What, yeah. what, what have you witnessed? Um, I think that I, when I moved, so I was in Auckland right. um, a few years back. So I moved to Wellington five years ago, and I used I used to feel like a token African living in the city. Right. But now I see a lot of young Africans out in the city, out and about events. You see everyone, you know, yeah. you see, and, and for me, the really good thing is not just seeing um, Southern Africans, but also seeing people from Ethiopia, Sudan and um, Ghana, Nigeria. It's it's really good. You just see all the cross-cultural stuff. And we've got our differences in culture, even right. though we're from the same yes, continent. So yes. I think what I've seen that there is a an awareness about Africans and there are events about Africa, you know, they've got their annual um, African Council, yes. the ACCW, they do have events every year and the turnout is just amazing. So it, I it think is. that, yeah, and African community is becoming a part of the Wellington community. Absolutely. And that's really good. Yeah. yeah. What were the challenges of being Ghanaian and growing up in New Zealand for you? I think that the questions, I have lived in New Zealand for 12 years and um, I often get asked, are you from the UK? If my response is no, then is it, are you from America? Right. Then I say no. <laughs> are you from Ghana? I think my, um, are you from Africa? My very first um, question was being asked um, when I said no to all the responses. I wasn't from the UK. I'm not from the States as well. And they go, are you a refugee? And oh I go, no, <laughs> I'm not. But I think now I don't get asked those kind of questions. People have been more inquiring about what part of Africa are you from? Right. And yeah. that gives me the opportunity to say I'm from Ghana, which I love too, because I hate it when people lump the continent of Africa as one country yes. together. It really bugs me. Yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah. And that's and, just our own, yeah. no, no, you know, we're just Un- Not, unaware. Yes, yeah. unaware. And so I think it's really good that people stop now and go, so which part of Africa yes. are you from? And that means that people are learning. I'm learning as well about my own continent. So it is, we, we're in it together. We're learning as we go. Good, good, good. And and I guess Kiwis being, as we were saying, more yeah. exposed to yeah. so many more people and yeah. cultural, uh, you know, great things. Like, I love the music, but we yes. won't talk about that right now. <laughs> good music and yeah, food. Yeah, good yes. music and food. Yes. If you could share um, some of the best things from from your own culture with yeah. New Zealand, yeah. what would they be? Oh my! Um, I think the etiquettes. So oh. you know, um, 
I think most people don't see that part. But, you know, growing up in Africa, you've got lots of respectful adults and you do have a say and people are very honest. So I think one of the things that my Kiwi friends would experience with me is I can be quite brutally honest. Um, I just say it as it is. And now I'm learning that actually sometimes you need to hold (laughs) back Finneman. So, um, yeah, it's just we're told to, you know, express ourselves and just let it out there. And you do. And um, but doing it with respect as well. So I still hold on to those, I guess, etiquettes that I was brought up with. What from New Zealand would yeah. you share with, with people in Ghana? Oh, I, oh God, there is, <laughs> there is so much. There, there is so much. I think that one thing that I've really loved about New Zealand is the drive and the passion. And I think I've got a heart for giving. And I find that the volunteerism in New Zealand is just incredible. Mm. People volunteer, people give their time, not just in money, but time is very precious. And I find that a lot of the sector, especially in the NGO sectors, all thrive yes. on volunteerism. So I think if there is one thing I'll really take back is just getting more young people involved in volunteerism and also the whole apprenticeship kind of scheme and internship thing. Yeah, mm. it's a really good thing that I would love if I had my way and I had the money. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I would do it in every part of the continent. Yeah, mm, so good, good. those are really good. We wouldn't know what our own isms are. Yeah, so that's yeah. good for us to know that we're um, good volunteers people. Yes, and good givers. <laughs> Yeah, good givers. Yeah, I've been supported a lot, and I think I do appreciate that. Yeah, you see that there are opportunities for business development then between New Zealand and Ghana, and also Ghana. I just saw this morning is one of the fastest growing economies. Economies, Ghana and Nigeria. Yeah, wow. So so right. So uh, now I'm now my ears. I mean, I'm not money driven, but my ears are tingling. Yeah. What what opportunities can you see between the countries doing business? I mean, I've been engaging with a few small businesses that have a presence in Africa already, uh, Kamakola being one, and they've been right. very supportive of me. Um, so they source their cola from Sierra Leone, which yes. is a neighbouring country of ours. And, you know, so I feel like I'm Sierra Leonese sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and um, they, um, we've got um, cocoa as well, which yes. a few companies in New Zealand, I think. Trade um, aid to that. Trade aid, the, yes. Yep. Get your cocoa from Ghana. Yes. So that is really good. And not that a lot of the young people and I guess families growing um, who have lived overseas want to have the things that they have access to in the West. In, in the continent. So there is definitely opportunity for um, those in the service industries, those in the beverage industries um, t- to to have their businesses there. Right. So, yeah, there are definitely great opportunities and also investments um, as well. Um, I think um, NS Young are in Africa and are their reports are just quite, there are a lot of opportunities for investors who are looking to go there. And right. often I think people get thrown off by the fact that we don't have great institutions, but right. that is not, I mean, every country started from somewhere and yes. I think that that should not put people off going to, into the continent of Africa because the opportunities are endless for, for, for businesses, yeah. You've got commitment from a number of, of great-looking African designers. Know, yes. Could you describe, a, well, you have described a couple of them, but yeah. what is it about their design that Kiwi women would like to wear? I think that if most people have noticed, I mean, <laughs> being a very slender person, 
Kiwis adore me, but I come from a continent where curves are appreciated, you know. Um, so the designers great, don't, they don't limit their range. So they have ranges from a size 6 to, you know, 16. So, And I think that's something that most people are not used to seeing on catwalks, no. you know. And also we've got our own perception of what African fashion is. Is it the fabric that most people see or is it the individual behind who is doing the designing. So I think that is one of the things that I hope that this whole festival is going to expose people to, is that it's not just the fabric, you know, African fashion design is not just about the African prints, but also the individual behind and their creativity and um, what inspires them to create what they create. What is the ethical aspect that you think that the the, the link can provide? Yeah, I think all the productions, like I said, are done in Africa. Right. So these designers, um, the cotton, the the wool or mohair, as in South Africa, it's all sourced locally, and the designers work with a number of um, businesses and artisans and tailors. And so I think that is the part that is really important to me: the fact Mm. that you're contributing direct impact in the communities. Um, The ethical component, I guess, is the production that they pay those um, artisans and tailors really well. Right, I mean, right. And the designers could afford to do the production elsewhere, but right. they do it back home, locally. Well, as in locally in their home countries. And I think that really appeals to me and the fact that if I can hopefully help them extend that commercial base to other parts of the world, especially in the Australasia region, yes. then that could, the revenue that they get could go back and help with what you're already doing. Right. Yeah. So is there an opportunity for New Zealand designers to perhaps collaborate with? Absolutely. And that would be an amazing result. Mm. That's what I'd love to see that, you know, um, having designers go, look, I really love this design and I want to collaborate with them to do a lower range or something really um high fashion and having the New Zealand market, I'm hoping that, you know, I've been talking to a few stalkers and boutiques yes. so who are very interested in knowing the background of most of these designers um, Taibo Baka and it's funny we've got a New Zealand model um, Danielle who has modelled yes. already for Sophia and Taibo at South Africa Fashion Week. So, right. Yeah. Is that Danielle who was in, was it New, New Zealand, Zealand Next Top Model? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's really good It's to see that there is a local connection to yes. the designers already and um, I'm still pinching myself in the fact that you know most of them have been to Paris and New York Fashion Week and South Africa Fashion Week which is really big um, and they have said yes to me that, so it's, and it's just incredible yeah. So they would come to New Zealand or bring their collections Absolutely. to the show? They will be coming and bringing their collection because what I want to do is I guess there is a very strong education component for me is seeing um, universities um, engage with the designers and yes. to having like workshops and forums where design students and creative students could interact mm. with the designers as part of the week long um the week long celebration yeah so exciting yes. you can start to see it all working <laughs> hey, that's no yes. way you're so driven <laughs> in Ghana what yeah. is there a percentage of uh population or you know business that is about the production end of fashion 
Um, it's it's now we've got um, Ghana Fashion Design Week, so where it's an right. industry um, event that all designers and all creatives come together. It started, I think, about three years ago, so it's quite new. So now it's really good that now they're coming together as a community of designers and creatives and supporting each other. But it's it's all new, and we've had a lot of involvement with Vogue IT. So right. Francesca Sazzoni has been really really involved, and I think Oscar. De- Rente, yeah, went went to Ghana with Francesca Sazzoni as as part of the Vogue IT initiatives, just helping budding designers. And we've got a lot of our designers. Um, so Duabasewa Nelia Boje, who is one of the designers confirmed for the show, Great. she's gone to the UN Ethical Initiative. Um, yeah, so these right. these designers are really big, but they're quite young, and I think that's the beautiful and inspiring thing about them. Is Ghana being used for a lot of uh, European fashion pr- production? Um, not that I'm aware of. We've actually got the reverse problem where a lot of charities give their clothing to, I mean, they, and with all good intentions to, to help, but it mm. actually ends up being clogging and um, a lot of the industry are under stress because you've got cheaper clothes coming from Europe and we've got a um, traditional fabric called the Kente, which is very yes. good, made from good quality yarns. Um, and, I'm rubbing my yes. hands <laughs> and, and that industry is being pushed out and that's something right. that, you know, as a young person, it's a, it's a cultural pride. Yes, yeah, yes. The fabric is vibrant and it's very beautiful and well made and I would hate to see that, you know, go yeah, no. being pushed down mm. because of your yeah, donations and stuff. But it'll be good. I mean, one of the great things that hopefully will come out will be um, designers in New Zealand wanting to go and have their production in Africa, well, in like Ghana or Nigeria or South Africa or Zimbabwe. It would be wonderful. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it? And our really streets good. would and, look a lot more exciting. And, and sourcing <laughs> anything, sourcing cotton or more yes. hair from, you know, um, South Africa or, yeah, Ghana. Yeah. Uh, you, you've talked about the problem of giving and, you know, these clothes coming as donations. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a real crux to that issue, and that is that we're buying a lot of very cheap, cheap clothing. Clothes. So we had to get and, rid of it sooner than investing in good quality clothes and, yeah, yeah. having less. But I think we're more about consumerism. It's more, more, more rather than less, but good quality, yeah. So And that is... Definitely having its effects, and I, I, yes. I think that most people think they're given to to mm. improve lives. But often enough, I mean, that's the problem Ghana is facing. Part of the project is also to have Maori designers as oh, part yes. of African Fashion Festival. Yeah. What is the commonality you see between? African designers and Māori designers? I think I had the opportunity to spend six months in Northland in 2007 as an intern. Lucky. And it was funny, when the Kōmātua comes and does the prayers and the, there are cultural similarities and it was just so weird um, thinking, wow, these these are things that I have seen in Ghana, you know, rights and the respect for Kōmātua's. And, and I think that um, for me, having Māori designers on board is just um, acknowledging um, the, the partnership with Tangata Whenua, but also um, acknowledging that there are cultural similarities and the diversity in New Zealand as well. And when I say Māori designers, these are some of the designers that have Māori, have Pakeha. So it is, um, but they're coming through the Maramoda yes. um, initiative. So I think that's where most people, it's not purely their 
Pakia Māori no. young designers. So, yeah. Mm, but it's, cele- it's, it's celebrating, it's celebrating the, di- yeah, the, the, yeah. the diversity and the culture yeah. element, yeah. And Miramoda has been part of New Zealand Fashion Week for they many have years, been, haven't they? Yes, yeah. yes. And Atatakanua has been really, really helpful. Pinaman, you, you've really been pushing at this for a while now. Yes. It's been yeah. a very big dream for you. Yes. What is it that keeps driving you to see this African Fashion Festival realised? Um. I think the fact that I know I've got something really good and um, I have this principle that, you know, um, if I want to see a difference being made, then I have to be a part of it. And I know that there is so much to the continent of Africa. And this is my little way of exposing a country that I've had the pleasure to live in to say, look, this is all the beautiful things that you don't get to see on the media. How about we focus on those great positive things and help advance the continent if we really want to be a part of it. Let's not focus on the negative. Note that I'm undermining all the need, but there is we, we don't always focus on the negative. You have to celebrate the positives. And I think these are some of the things that I would love people to focus on to say, good gosh, dear, really vibrant young people in the continent. Let's support them and, and help them in any way possible. And, and, I think this and is look it. gorgeous along the way. <laughs> yes, of course, very fashionable too. <laughs> okay, so I'm sold. How yes. do we get on board and help you to, to see the African Fashion Festival come around? You know, we've been, I've been blessed, to be honest, um, friends and family and network of people that I've not met. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Wellington. It's so connected and everybody just hears about you and wants to help you in any way possible. I think that our biggest challenge to date has been funding. Yes. Um, it's a new initiative. You know, yes. we've got great feedback from big companies about how wonderful this initiative is, but you're all committed to other events or mm. um, um charities and so what I've resorted to and I think is the whole drive and the passion of what I'm doing knowing that I've got something really good that New Zealand would um, appreciate yes um, I've partnered with Spark Foundation great um, to do um uh, crowdfunding called um, Spark My Potential yes. where there is potential for matching so the money that gets given at a certain point Spark Foundation would decide to match it a dollar for a dollar Fantastic. and that's really really great thing so yeah we're trying to rally up New Zealand to get behind us um, and make a donation we've just got like a week <laughs> to reach yes. our target so and crowdfunding is all or nothing so um, yeah. So that date, that final date is the 6th? The 6th of April, so yes. Yeah, I am nervous but equally excited. 